Hello, and welcome back to the Radioactive Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything related to the world of radioactivity. My name's Annie, your host for this week's episode, and today we will be talking about radioisotopes and their role in medicine. Before I jump right into it, let me explain some things. First and foremost, we need to know what isotopes and radioisotopes are. An isotope is an atom that has a different number of neutrons from protons. Therefore, a radioisotope is an unstable isotope that releases either alpha, beta, or gamma radiation. You're probably wondering why and how radioactive isotopes are even involved in medicine. Well, did you know that there's a specific branch of medicine that uses radioactive substances in research, diagnosis, and treatment? It's called nuclear medicine. One of the most commonly used substances in nuclear medicine is the synthetic radioisotope technetium-99M. Technetium, which is atomic number 43, is a byproduct of isotope molybdenum-98. Technetium-99M is synthesized when molybdenum-98 is bombarded with neutrons to become molybdenum-99, thus decaying after 66 hours into the metastable state of technetium. In addition, technetium-99M is an isomer of technetium-99, which means that technetium-99M's nuclei are able to survive in excited states for abnormally long periods of time, therefore having a long half-life of 6.03 hours. Wait, let's rewind that for some more explanation. Like I said before, technetium-99M is synthesized when molybdenum-98 is bombarded with neutrons. This is because the neutrons will cause the newly formed molybdenum-99 to become unstable, therefore undergoing beta decay to become technetium-99M after the half-life of 66 hours. The long half-life of molybdenum-99 is ideal for medicinal purposes, as it can be easily transported over long distances to be extracted in hospitals. As we learned a few weeks ago, radiation can be tracked, therefore it is extremely beneficial for medicine. Just think about it, if a low-energy radioisotope with a short half-life, such as technetium-99M, is injected into the bloodstream, it will disperse, thus allowing doctors to track it through emitted gamma rays. Using technetium-99M alongside gamma scanning or scintigraphs, PET scans or CT scans, doctors can examine many parts or problems that the body has. Using the aforementioned example, if technetium-99M is used as a tracer and injected into the bloodstream, doctors will be able to find cardiac damage by examining the locations of the body that have lower concentration of gamma radiation, therefore finding the locations with less blood flow. Of course, the diagnostic powers of technetium-99M are not limited to cardiac damage. Technetium-99M can also trace cancer, heart disease, cardiovascular disease, inflammatory disease, neurological disorders, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode on Technetium-99M's use in nuclear medicine. I've been your host, Annie, signing out.